Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. I'm excited to be back to share with you another dive into my own personal solo cleaning business. This is the third one in a row. I can't believe I'm going to that level. That's a hat trick in hockey or in soccer. Okay, anyway. So last time I shared a message called Broken Record, I was down, literally down, depressed, in the dumps, looking at year after year after year of me setting the same goals, the same way every single year, and I got the same results. As Einstein says... Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Thanks, Albert. Appreciate that. But I was definitely guilty of some insanity. And so Broken Record was the wake-up call that I needed. All right, and that moves us into when Ken makes a decision, I get very serious about it. Haven't been on the floor crying and looking at all of those notebooks. If you go back to that episode, you'll you'll hear, and I think you'll pick up on my emotion. I totally flipped the switch here, and I realized that I can't have a pity party for much longer. It's time for me to take some action and to do what I do best, which is setting some smart goals and getting to action on accomplishing their smart goals. If you'd like to learn about smart goals, I've done a five-part podcast series on them. So just go back and refer to those. I'll put those in the show notes as well. But I do want to teach you what I've done to set SMART goals in the past and what I'm doing now for the future. And this is something that I really had to see in my notebook and to see that write up, that note from 10 years ago telling me that if I keep doing the same thing over and over again, it's foolishness. Here's how I've set goals in the past. And they were SMART. I would have my main thing, be it a engineering job way, way back. If you've listened to my intro, you know that I was an engineer. Or it might have been my cleaning business as my main thing. But then I'd always have a side thing, different stages and seasons. I, I wrote a book, Articland. I wrote a book for fathers to connect with their kids. I've been coaching in the cleaning world. Way back, I was an Amway. And so all of those side things were businesses that I was very passionate about. And here's where I went wrong. Because I was so passionate about them, I wanted them to work so bad that I set my growth goals for each upcoming year on my side thing. And I set activity goals on my main thing. Now let me just explain what that even means. When I say setting goals, these are smart. They're specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. An activity goal would be, okay, get task A, B, and C done on a regular weekly basis. It could be as simple as attracting leads, following up, posting on social media, writing a newsletter, cleaning so much at houses, anything like that. Those are activity goals. Growth goals are different. That's a revenue goal where you're looking at 
sales and closing rates and you're planning out how much marketing and sales activities needed to grow. So what I was doing with this goals strategy was essentially taking activity and action on my main thing to stabilize it, to keep it where it was. And if I grew at the end of the year, I was like, great, awesome. Mainly my goals were to shrink my work week, to optimize my work week, to do less, but to make the same amount. There was no growth there. There was more time, but I wasn't trying to grow. Instead, I was looking to grow on the side because I wanted to do those passion projects full time. I had some big dreams. And that sounds logical. Like, great, Ken, that sounds great. You maintained or you got more time out of your cleaning business and allowed you to do your side things. That is true. It does sound good. But here's the problem. When you're doing a side thing, it's on the side for a reason. It's not the thing that you were the most highly skilled at. It's not your area of maximum profitability. I fooled myself thinking that I could spend 10 hours on the side and expect to make the same amount of money I could make if I invested the same 10 hours to grow my main thing. Because I had 10, 12, 14 years, wherever I was at different stages, in my main thing. So I hope you're picking up on this and seeing the errors of my ways. So going to my mastermind group, I presented all of these findings. Here's my notebooks. Here's what I've discovered. I think what I need to do, and I went there with questions, not knowing the answers. I was curious. I was looking for help. I think what I need to do is switch and set growth goals on the main thing to keep the main thing the main thing, as they say, and set activity goals on my side thing. I can still be passionate about it, but just change the way I'm setting up my goals. And they all agreed that that's a very wise thing to do. In fact, some of them hypothesized, out of experience, of course, that, hey, Ken, here's what I think is going to happen. You're going to get super focused on achieving the main goal and making some really good income from your new cleaning business that it's going to force you to super focus on the top 20% of what you need to do to maintain or grow the groups and the side thing you're doing with Smart Cleaning Biz and the Solo Cleaning School, this podcast, all of that. And I said, wow, that's great. I agree. Then they said, I even think that you're probably going to end up growing your side thing more because you're honoring the main thing and you're pouring your energy into the main thing. I said, well, that sounds good to me. So essentially I can grow both without trying to grow both. They agreed. So, all right, let's roll. I come out of that mastermind meeting and I needed to dig and to look at the numbers and to track. And I've done this over a lifetime of being an entrepreneur. Now, a lifetime in my world is 15 years. Some of you might be hearing this having been an entrepreneur for 30, 40 years. So for me, 15 years, a lifetime and counting. How's that? So I started with the relevant, the R in the SMART goal. What would be relevant to me? Well, here's what I know. I sold my business to Ian Trainer in 2018, Albany Pure Cleaning, and he's been paying me monthly. And I've been using that to live off of. I wish I would have done things differently, and I've shared that in previous podcasts. However, I did not. And 
Ian is so close to paying off that debt, that business will be 100% his by the end of 2020. Therefore, that money that was coming in is going away in 2020. I need to absolutely replace that income as a first priority. I knew I also wanted to make sure that my cleaning business, the profits of my cleaning business, would absolutely pay and take care of all of my family's personal bills. Now, in my ISO model, I call this a peace factor. Essentially, what a peace factor is, is when your recurring cleaning profits are the same or more than what you need to run your family slash household. That's a 100% plus peace factor. I wanted my cleaning business to produce that. So that was the first step. So from there, it was reverse engineering. And reverse engineering essentially is figure out what you want. And for me, that was relevant because now I'd have a cleaning business that paid for everything that my family needed, which essentially would mean that everything I did on the side was all gravy and I didn't need it. And because I didn't need it, there would be no pressure and I could just take my time and find the right people to help. So to figure out where I had to go, I first needed to know where I was. And at this point, I had three offices and two houses, which was about $30,000 in annual revenue. Now, after expenses, my profit percentages are pretty high. I would keep about twenty-two to 25000 just over $2,000 per month. But 2000 bucks a month is not going to get it done with a wife and five children. Definitely not. I need to get about $6,000 a month to really be in a position where bills would be paid for and I would have a 100% peace factor. So that was the first step is I'm at $2,000 a month. I need to get to $6,000 a month. That represents a gap. And just pulling the numbers, I needed $4,000 of profit. Now, I won't bore you with all of the internals, but I'll just say that with my experience in history, I knew that the average house for me, and I get higher priced houses than the average bear, would be $4,000 of revenue per new house, and an office would be about double that. So running the numbers, I knew I wanted to get $4,000 a month more in profit, times 12, that's $48,000 more in annual profit, and essentially what I needed to produce was somewhere close to $100,000 in total revenue as a solo cleaner. That's when I got a tool that I use called the ISO model tool, and I put houses fictitiously, as if I had them, onto a spreadsheet, and I just added them up. Okay, house one, $4,000, be bi-weekly, house two, house three, house four, different scenarios, office one, office two, and I pretended like I was growing my business, but did it all on paper, and it worked out that I would need to have 18 total houses and about five offices, and that would give me a very nice, cushy schedule. Now, it's not as cushy as it might sound when you hear me say this, but I would be working the entire Thursday, three houses and two offices at night. That's a crazy day. I would also be working three houses on Friday, and I would have either a handful of offices on Saturday, or I would 
pick up some extra houses instead of those offices and do three houses on a Tuesday. But either way, in either scenario, I would work three days per week. And with my age pushing 40-something, I didn't want to clean, solo clean five days a week. And I had no desire to because three days a week, this number, this 18 houses or five offices, that was going to produce around $90,000 in profit, which is $7,500 roughly per month. And I needed to get to 6000 in profit. So my thinking here was just like when I was helping Courtney wisely to set a goal based on behavior where if I set a goal for 6000 I might hit four. I might hit 4500 So I wanted to set a goal in 7500 so that I could definitely hit 6000 I hope that makes sense. That's why I set a bigger goal. And so now I had a number. I had a target. And it all connects back to the relevant part of having my goals make sense to what we wanted to accomplish as a family. So 18 houses, five offices. What did I currently have? Two houses and three offices. So the math was pretty simple. I need 15 more houses and two offices. And that's over the course of the entire 2020 year. 15 houses is just over one new house a month. So one to two houses and two offices. I'll just pick up one every couple months. I'll be in good shape. So that's how that shook down. But now I had to go deeper. Well, what's deeper than that, Ken? Okay, well, that's great. You want 15 new houses. Well, how many proposals do I have to send out to get 15 new houses? Uh-oh, so that's what you, you set your goal on, number of proposals? Uh, no, 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 no. How many phone calls do I have to do to set up the estimates that give me the proposals? Oh, okay, great. Well, how many leads do I have to get, warm leads, that turn into phone calls that I make to book an estimate where I send a follow-up proposal that could lead to new clients. So I needed to know my numbers even further, and that's where tracking and having a history of my results really comes in handy. And I encourage you all to do this as you're growing. You need to know your closing rates, and that's what this is called. So I checked all my sources of leads since coming back to Pennsylvania in 2018, and I haven't been intentional or extremely aggressive. I've just been taking leads as they came, but now it's time to really step up my game because I've got to hit this goal. Got to get that focus, that intensity. That's where I was feeling the passion coming in. These numbers will vary from cleaner to cleaner, but here's what the numbers were for me. From the time I got back to Pennsylvania, I collected 40 leads for offices, which converted to three offices that had hired me. Three out of 40. That's not really good. That's about one in 13. So I would have to create 13 leads to get one new office. Okay, what about the houses? Well, looking through, okay, I had nine quality house leads. Why do I say quality? Well, the office leads weren't always quality. They might be me knocking on doors. So they were a lot of cold leads. Remember the episode where, hi, I'm Ken versus I'm a friend of Eva's. Okay, there's a big difference. Right? Go back to that episode. I'll put that in the show notes. But in the house leads, they were all referrals. They were warm leads. I had nine quality house leads, and they led to four houses. Now, I said I had two houses. Well, I did lose two of them. There is one that I had gotten 
from New York that I was all set to start with in Pennsylvania. I cleaned there one day and I was fired after one day. So that was my shortest ever lived client. Now I wasn't fired because of performance. They hired me at over $200 per visit and they realized they couldn't afford it after they hired me. So that's totally fine. It happens. And the other one I cleaned for for over a year and that's Emily who I have talked all about Emily and moms helping moms helping moms. So I'm left with two. But anyway, nine houses has led to four new clients. That's almost one out of two. So if you are a smart person, what are you going to spend your time doing? Are you going to create leads for offices and try and make 13 of them to get one? Or are you going to get two warm house cleaning leads through referrals that are going to create one? Well, it's obvious. Plus, my goals, I wanted 15 new houses and two new offices. And that was going to get me to like $7,500 a month in profit. That is really, really good. And if you do the numbers, which I did, okay, 15 houses, I need two to three quality leads to get one house. So that would be 30 to 45 quality leads over the course of 12 months. That's like two quality leads a month or one every other week. That is so doable. I know I can do this. And my energy got even more intense. I was getting so excited. The focus, it was starting to really like like a laser beam. And the offices, well, I'll just take what I get by my networking locally with business people. I'm going to get some quality leads like, hi, I know Eva. Those quality leads will turn into the two I need. So I don't need to focus on that. Or I can just use my LinkedIn approach as I'm ready to add those clients. So there we go. That's how I broke that down. Now I'm setting goals to get X number of leads per month. So two to three house cleaning leads each month. And that's the main, main goal. But then I broke it down in a way that was allowed me to track it a little bit differently also. I wanted to get to $100,000 in recurring revenue by the end of the year. I'm at $30,000 of recurring revenue. That's $70,000. So I just kept it really simple. I need to get $10,000 of new recurring revenue every 60 days. Now, if you do the math, that actually gets me to 90. But it just gave me just something to aim at. So roughly speaking, if I could add three new houses every two months or two houses in an office, or one bigger office in a small house, that would produce 10000 in new revenue. And if I do that every 60 days, the end of the year comes, I'm going to hit 90, 100 plus, and we're going to hit our $6,000 of profit that we need every single month. So that's how I set up 2020, and I am ready to go. So I hope you enjoyed that. If you need more on Smart Goals, definitely go back and check out that smart goal series I did. As I wrap up this episode, I'm just going to share a few more things that I took care of this week. And I want you to see a different Ken, a different mindset. There's a different sense of urgency now that I have a real smart goal around growth. And I'll just give you a few things that I had done this week. First of all, I don't mess around next door anymore. It hasn't been working, but I did go on there and I just typed in the word clean in a search and up popped a few posts. And I went directly to those posts and they were looking for cleaners. And instead of me saying, hey, I clean, I answered those people personally and gave them some help and I was in and out. Boom. That's the first thing. Second thing, I knew that Google My Business was going to be a really great tool and I really didn't have much going on yet. So I knew I needed to generate some reviews. So I went and texted 
or messaged six of my previous clients in New York and just asked if they'd be willing to write a Google review for me. And lastly, I want to close with the title of this episode. So I'm cleaning at Erica's house and Erica's at work. I've mentioned before that her parents are living with them as their house is being built. As usual, I'm cleaning, making conversation when I'm in the kitchen, just asking how they're doing, how the house is going, just being a friend, being personable. And there came a point while I was cleaning, they were watching what I was doing. And the mom said this, Hey Ken, uh, we're going to need a cleaner when we move into our new house. Will you come to Delaware? I looked at her and I just said, Thank you. That is a really high compliment. Uh, Delaware is a little bit out of my territory. I can definitely connect you with someone in my networks. Solo cleaners, is there anyone in my solo cleaning network that is in Delaware? Let me know. I may have a job for you. And so I just thanked her. That's a great compliment. And she said, yeah, I didn't think you'd come, but I wanted to ask. And then the dad comes in from the garage, completely unaware of what his wife just asked. And out of the blue, I'm cleaning the same area. And he says, you know, we're getting ready to move to this house at some point this year. We're wondering, do you think you'd ever come to Delaware to clean for us? (laughs) And I just laughed and just said, I am very humbled. Thank you. It's It's the highest compliment you could pay me as a as a cleaner and a service provider. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Then I switched gears and I said this sort of jokingly. Well, what I'd really like to get is four to five new houses right here in this neighborhood. Now, what I'm thinking is I need 15 of them, but four to five right here would be really great. And then the mom says, well, you know, Erica has been really happy with your cleaning and she's told one of her friends. And in fact, what Erica had told me that morning before she left for work, I asked for feedback. And she just said this really simply, Ken, I just like coming home to a clean house. And that's the same thing Emily said in Moms Helping Moms Helping Moms. So Erica's feeling and experiencing the emotion of a dirt-free, clutter-free house coming back from a stressful day at work. And that makes her very happy. So after leaving that house, I texted with Erica back and forth and Here's what we came up with. I said, Erica, I have an idea. Your mom told me that you may have referred me to one of your friends. First of all, thank you for doing that. I was curious. Do you think you'd be open to recommending me on the mom's group where my wife Teresa found you? I was thinking if you did and anyone from that mom's group ended up hiring me, I could give you $50 towards one of your upcoming cleanings. And if five or six people hired me, That would be like two free cleanings for you. She says, yeah, that sounds great. And you know what? It sounded great to me as well. It's all seeds, Solo Cleaning School. You're out there sowing seeds. I pray that you sow good seeds. And I have been. I've been working with excellence for this family. And it's created an opportunity. Now, what will become of this opportunity? I don't know. And I never do know. But now I am very excited about having these new goals and I am going to go after them with as much vigor as I ever have. And so I encourage you again, check out that SMART goal series, set your own SMART goal right now. Don't wait, start it right now and make a plan of action for you to win in 2020. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.